Okay, so let me ask you a question. What do you think about what's going on in the world today? Now, before you answer, you should know that there are consequences to what you think. Today, the kinetic believer's subjective world viewpoint as it should be for manifesting your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings to all of you peaceful, joy-filled kinetic believers all over the world. So glad you could join us. Welcome back. I'm Stephen Canyon. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com if you've got any questions that you would like to ask. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Greetings to you, Miss Megan. Hello, hello. How are you this evening? Fantastic. And it is evening. We're doing this. Uh, <laughs> the sun is setting today. It feels a little L- weird. A little different, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like it. What a fun-filled week. Oh, my goodness. All of the hiking it's and exploring. Week or weekend. Week, uh, week and weekend. The yeah, whole The whole week. The whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> Life is good. Life is so good. You're good. I'm great. All is well. All is well. And much love to all of you KBs out there. We spent the earlier part of today sitting in the outdoor garden of a chocolate cafe. Now, does Mm. it get any better than that? (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, they have butterfly bushes, so there are Uh lots of butterflies. And And the sunshine was nonstop. Crows. Now, what was up with all the the birds? That was weird. They, They sounded like... They could talk. They would sound like crows, <laughs> right. and then and all of a sudden, they, it's like they were mimicking people or something. It was so crazy. Mm. <laughs> you know what? I, I didn't get any chocolate. But you put maple syrup in your coffee. Uh, <laughs> that's close enough, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say so, yeah. Perfect day. You got your sugar. <laughs> uh, so what, what, is your, what was your favorite memory from the past week? Oh, my goodness. Um... um, 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 um. What would that be? I would have to say it would be hiking through the woods and sort of coming upon, happening upon this really epic swimming hole just seemingly in the middle of nowhere. Kind of was in the middle of nowhere, yeah, wasn't it? that was so funny. I feel like we were so uncovering strange. some lost tribe or something. It well, was really you, fun. We, we headed out and there really wasn't even a clear trail and we're hiking along and off in the distance you could hear drum beats and <laughs> <laughs> music. Like, really? What? Yeah, yeah. There's no one around either and you just faint, faint drum beats off in the distance. Now, you know what was really weird was the two of us looking through bushes at all these people swimming in, the, in a river. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we just come upon this. It was so weird, so wild. It was fun. Is this I okay? want to go, I have to say, I do want to go back with towels and bathing suits and it looked like a lot of fun and for all you guys wondering where we are we mentioned last week we're still in sedona arizona so yes. there are lots of treasures like that Absolutely. if you get out and, and hike around Stunning. you'll come across swimming holes and all kinds and of fun things all kinds of fun weird yeah. sedona has things. such a great energy loving being here just oh so blessed today a beautiful worldview what? A beautiful worldview. Is that possible? It absolutely is. You know, the Even world, now? <laughs> especially now. Especially now. Well, the world has always gone through change. So this is nothing new. But, you know, we get, we're getting a lot of emails and questions from people like, what am I supposed to do with all of this bad news? And all the, the, the conversations, the phone calls, and friends that just want to complain mm-hmm. about what's going on in the world. What should we do? Mm-hmm. The world's always gone through a lot of change. And as I was thinking about today's topic. And the Roman Empire struggled with multicultural diversity. The people rallied 
and they were complaining about, oh, it's amazing, really, if you look back in history, they were complaining about open border, and they had disputes about open borders. They were besieged with anarchy. They were torn apart from the challenges of change that every civilization has been faced with now, really, for 5,000 years. Wow. That's so, so wild, isn't, isn't it? There's nothing new. That's wild. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. No. History has a way of repeating itself, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Especially if we don't know our history. Well, now, you've been to Rome. I've never been there, but you went. Did you take any of the tours while you were there? I did. Um, Yeah, I took quite a few, actually. Yes. Well, did they talk about civilization as it used to be or just kind of the architect? What was they were, the... the tours were very, very specific. So they were just really specific to whatever building you were in. So if you were in the Colosseum, obviously mm-hmm. they're going to be very specific about what went, it went into that, building it, what happened there. Um, probably the most interesting were the catacombs, taking the underground tour. Because mm-hmm. an actual um, a Catholic... I guess he was a priest, gave us the tour, and he, it was just the most interesting, very, very de- in-depth, specific information about um, what they were used for and how they w- were interacted with at that time. It was really fascinating. Well, so what was your takeaway after going through the, taking the tours and seeing the, you know, how it used to be, what, 2,000 years ago? Wasn't that sort of the apex of the Roman Empire? If you, years, is that right? Like that. I, think I think so. so. Well, yeah. it's over a, a really yeah a, a period of time. It's well, it's just fascinating because you you can see so many of those original structures, and you just it gives you a, a kind of an eerie, strange sense of how advanced they they were. Well, you know, one of the things though that when you think about the Roman Empire, that you don't realize it's the struggles that they had with multicultural diversity, mm. because this this is not how empires were designed to work. Right. They were never supposed to be this way. Even the even the British Empire was influenced by the cultures that it conquered, much to their dismay. And so by any definition of that term, the Roman Empire was multicultural. The Roman Empire was literally, literally multicultural. And in in that so many different cultures continue to exist within its boundaries. Mm. And it's because they were open to suggestion and and they would go out and conquer other other, uh, cultures and they bring them in. And rather than assimilate them, you you had the factions that would rise up and then you would have all the dissatisfaction, this works, dissatisfaction within the factions. Well, isn't it amazing just how the world really is on repeat? And you can look back at the 1800s, the 1700s, the 1600s. Hundreds, no matter how far you look back, and you can see so many things reminiscent of today or yesterday or tomorrow. It's just, it's just fascinating. Well, that's what we're talking about today, and we we need to peel back these layers to understand the the correct perspective mm. for uh, a beautiful world viewpoint and understanding how we should see what's going on in the world today rather than being caught up in the negative energetics and all these swirling uh, arguments and debates. There is an actual proper perspective for us to be able to advance our lives perfectly and not be caught up in all of this stuff. Well, do you believe that as nations and cultures have changed throughout history that, I mean, do you think that's a good thing, that change over time? Change is good. Change is the law of attraction, forming and reforming circumstances. Mm -hmm. Change is life and creating the new and improved out of the uh, out with the old in with the better. That's what change is. So in 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 respects, in order to grow, to become more, 
In alignment with the advancing universe, the world as designed changes, and as such, all is well. Look, the universe, while expanding, is becoming the original intention for its perfect design to become absolutely perfect. The earth, the nature upon the earth, and all therein develops and it grows because it was predetermined and imagined and spoken uh, to form in this way. So from the very beginning of time, growth, expansion, all of that has propelled the universe through so many different cycles of change. In quantum physics, we've observed creation by colliding particles. And all things are created. From the manifesting power of observation, we know this to be true. The creator of the universe imagined with a bias before the Big Bang event marked the beginning. And the power of belief has been creating from that very specific beginning moment. So fast forward now today as human beings created in the image of the creator. And please don't misunderstand me. Belief in our own personal ability is not the source for advancing ourselves. And we talk about this all the time, you know, believing in yourself, believing in your genius of purpose and all that. And that's part of it. But I don't want you to think that belief simply and solely in your own personal ability is the source for advancing yourself. Belief in our ability to become great, to become healthy, to become prosperous, to intentionally attract change or anything for that matter is not how we advance ourselves. In other words, it's the belief in the universal substance which sustains all things to be correct and good and positive. And it is the reliance upon that good and positive substance that attracts to manifest anything that we can think of or imagine. And it's all of you guys, all of those who are perfecting the practice of kinetic belief by rewilding our self-image to unbecome every negative source influencer that it that we're able to continually align with prosperity and health and abundance in every area. Wow. You know, Steve, we, we talk all the time about how the secret to the law of attraction is simply knowing how to control our thoughts and how to think about these things. It's so cerebral. So what would you say to the person who's just beginning to listen to these podcasts? They're, they're a brand new kinetic believer. Um, and they're familiar with the law of attraction, but but they're just not quite sure what to do next, how to continually you know, align with abundance in every single area of their lives. There is, there's a caveat to mastering the law of attraction, not knowing how to operate in kinetic belief. It is the lack of this knowledge that results in a person diminishing to no effect, mm. to a person being reformed by those random accidental energetics of, you know, the what ifs, the negative influencers, the whatever will be, will be kind of attitude of chance. And a random life like that, one that's just buffeted by all of these shifting ideas, all of these thought forms, these kind of desires and fears and hopes and the double-minded effect of all of that, those things are destructive to the rooting down into abundance and to the advancing life. So without belief in the, in the extraordinary, it is not possible to attract and to manifest and to hold on to and to establish a better life than what may have been experienced on, uh, could have been experienced in some occasions. But look, the one who has not mastered their meditative authority to believe in greater things, better things, perfected things, 
they will always remain inefficient and they will always remain in lack and remain without. So uh, in answer to your question, you know, this is, this is how we continually align ourselves with abundance in every area of our lives. And we do it by mastering kinetic belief. Mm, isn't that amazing that it really is as simple as mastering that meditative authority to believe for greater things, that's what's going to set us apart to attract whatever we want in life. And and I love too that you mentioned being double-minded, um, because that's such a powerful term, isn't it? it? It just perfectly describes what we're all working to overcome through the practice of kinetic belief. You're always taking the second opinion or the second thought, the second idea. Being open to alternative suggestions is to be double-minded. <laughs> the yeah buts. You know, the yeah buts. But this is the very thing that I'm going to be peeling back the layers on today. Mm. We are going to gain life-changing knowledge regarding the proper and correct world viewpoint that sets us apart. And I think that today here in 2020, this is probably more important now, and certainly in my own lifetime, than it's ever been before. There are so many challenges. There's so many uh, things vying for our attention today to draw us away from that uh, viewpoint for a better life. So, look... You should be aware that the worldview that I am about to share with you will absolutely cause you to appear to everybody else as though you are a peculiar person, as if you're not already appearing. <laughs> I was going to say way. that's already. Megan, you're weird. <laughs> you're very strange. Yeah, I know. That's not necessarily a bad thing, though, is it? <laughs> no. So, as someone who's not affected by the noise of a gestating world, that's going to be that is the kinetic believer. When everybody around you is just running with like with their hair on fire, you're calm. You're in peace and you're collected and you are put together and not being moved by all of that. And I like too that you're really taking us and focusing on the thought process of what's going on here because I think that technology does make our experience that we're having in 2020 a lot more cerebral than things in the past. You know, everything is visual, everything is read, everything is watched. You know, it's not hearsay, it's not some random article that you read once a month that can scare you. Scare you. It's um, it's this constant bombardment of your mind and your thoughts and things trying to get in. It's very different than it used to be. So true. But you know what? There is a present tense manifesting negative pendulum swing that's taking place worldwide, which is attracting to create negative circumstances in order to align with and to form the life of every willing observer, to reform anyone that should dare to observe and to watch and to consider what they're seeing that's negative. It'll reform your life, and that's the battleground. So in, in other words, there is a worldwide battle for perspective, there is a warring between factions for ownership of a world vision. Wow. What is yes. that world vision going to be? Yeah. And are you saying, do you think that that's formed by the majority of thought or just the, the loudest voices or what is that referencing? Well, I think that it's, it's, I don't think it's a majority. It definitely is an amplified uh, laser type vision. It's a hot mm-hmm. spot. And like you were saying a minute ago, it's created by the the focus and refocus of the attention of the world through social media, through right. internet, through news. And, and, and it uh, is interesting how you can look at the, you can sort of purview everything. And, and it does have a central focus, whether it means to or not, but it does. That's an interesting point. It's like you've taken a magnifying glass before and set something on fire, haven't you? <laughs> of course. Or is that a guy thing? <laughs> no, there were plenty of dry leaves that okay. I. <laughs> well, got the, on fire. The, the magnification of these negative influencers mm-hmm. requires a proper, pers- uh, positive perspective for the subjective kinetic believer, and that's wow. what we're working on today. Right. So, a proper worldview 
For those who are determined to remain steadfast, not double-minded about developing in the riches of, of your chosen desires and the abundance of every possibility being available to you. So how do we actually overcome that double-mindedness? How do we maintain our focus of positive beliefs? I mean, with all the bad things that we're being subjected to day in and day out, how do we just actually do that? How do we actually remain positive? Well, there's a secret to remaining above the noise of the world. And the, the negative news of the day is everywhere right now, should you dare to look. The, the fearful conversations and all of the judgments of others, it seems to be all around us right now. So the key is to maintain the correct world viewpoint. The kinetic believer's world viewpoint for understanding how the world functions, how the world has always advanced and will continue to advance, is imperative to not being affected and controlled by negative influencers, first of all. It is the perspective that we continually fine-tune, work on, stir up within our thoughts for the maintenance of those chosen thought forms that we are journaling and blueprinting for our lives. Well, and I like what you've told us before in, in past podcasts, um, just this idea that what how you see the world and how you filter the world, it says more about you than it does about the world, and it's going to affect you more than anything. Well, it, it affects you, and it says everything that there is to say about you and the world that you choose to live in. Right. Listen, productive imaginations are for peace, they are for joy, and they are for the advancement of our successful territory, our sphere of influence. In other words, kinetic believers subjectively see the world as being formed by the evolution of ideas. Mm. And it's something that, well, it's, it's not a finished work. The world as it is right now is not complete, and but something it's something that's advancing to become perfected. The key to a prospering mind, body, and soul is having the correct world viewpoint. Now, why is this important? A proper world viewpoint manifests the advancing life. So, I don't know of anything more vital to our own success than developing in that proper world viewpoint. Wow, so you're really telling us that in a sense that the world is still evolving. It's trying to become something better. Yeah, here's well, here's a little bit of history. Millions of years ago, the creator of the world, the bias for imagination for all things, worked with very crude forms of life. Crude. Uh, however, they were perfect after their kind. Now, after a time, higher, much higher and more complex organisms such as vegetable and animal, those things began to appear down through the ages and the earth continued to advance, passing through all of these stages of development, unfolding and becoming more diverse and unfolding again through each stage over millions and millions of years, going through this process to perfect itself. In other words, the world, just like all of life, began in its embryonic stage of development. And each stage has been succeeded by a higher one and a little more advanced over time. But now here's the proper viewpoint for all of this. The so-called lowest organisms were perfect after their kind. Even all the way back there in the beginning, they were absolutely perfect after their kind. Even in the beginning, in their unfinished, incomplete stage, they were perfect. Now, fast forward thousands of years. Throw in another million years. And the higher organisms were also perfect after their kind. Were they finished? Not at all. But they were perfect. 
In other words, the world, all the way back in the Eocene stage, millions of years ago, was absolutely perfect for that. It was exactly as it was supposed to be, but as it was, we can all agree it was not finished. The substance of creation was its this um, recipe of ingredients in this early stage of formation. It was perfect. No, it wasn't finished, <laughs> but it was perfect. Now, hold on to that thought form because now this is the beginning of wisdom for what is true of the world today that we're living in, that we're seeing. Socially, f- uh, physically, culturally, the noise of the world, all of it is good and it is perfect after its own kind. What we call the good, what we call the bad, what we call oh, I don't, the, the messed up, what we call crazy is actually perfect after its own kind. In other words, the hodgepodge mix, the recipe of ingredients, the mess, the, 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 uh, all the stuff, the totality of all of the ingredients, the energetics swirling through the plasma formulating creative substance is not finished. It's not complete. But as it is, all there is, is perfect after its own kind. From the highest holistic viewpoint, the universe and all therein, planet Earth, and all therein, as it is in 2020, all in the world is as it should be, perfect after its own kind, but not complete. Wow, I love that. Perfect after its own kind. You know, that really should be our holistic viewpoint for the world that we're living in, for that reality. Um, that it's not complete, but to be grateful that it will be and that it is perfect. And that's something else that when you think about perfection, you, you, we always sort of connect it with completion and that's not really what we should be doing. So, you know, looking at a thing and saying, this is its time. This is the time for that thing, which makes it perfect for this time. Um, I like that little shift in definition. Yeah. Look, the creator of the universe set into motion, this advancing universe whose work is not yet finished. And this is true of the world today. When, when we look around and we see human beings trying to figure things out, and, and they should be trying to figure them out, this is perfect after their own kind. Socially, physically, culturally, politically, industrially, all that we see today in 2020, all that we see is good and perfect after its own kind. No one thing, including you and me and our listeners, are complete anywhere or in any part. But as far as as far as the bias and intention of the creator is concerned, all is well and is perfect after its own kind while advancing toward perfected completion. So for the so for the successful kinetic believer not being moved by what but by what you see or by what you hear, but by what you've aligned yourself with to believe and subjectively chosen to know to be true, according to your highest viewpoint while centering yourself within unconditional love and from thought forms for perfecting your life according to the original intention and bias of the Creator and in perfect alignment with the advancing universe. Mm -hmm. This must be your world viewpoint, that the world and all it contains is perfect, although not completed. So now don't misunderstand in the sense of being perfect. I am not saying that it's finished and good according to the finished expectation. Not at all. The recipe, however, like I should be talking about recipes. I, I am not a cook. But the recipe, I know, I know how it's, what, it's, what somebody's doing when they're cooking. 
the, the recipe for completing a good work is in the motion as it should be. Therefore, it is perfect. All is right with the world. And now this, this is an amazing reality. And what a great way to, to remember this concept that a recipe for completing a good work is motion. Um, you know, in other words, that kinetic belief without action doesn't work, that you have to have all those perfect ingredients to, to have the, the right recipe. Knowing this, knowing how to disconnect from the negative worldwide thought forms, all of the, the, the noise will absolutely set you free from the energetics of condemnation, yes. from guilt, from dread, from anxiety, anything that is rooted in fear. This is, Megan, this is a tremendous revelation. That doesn't, re- it, it, it requires action in alignment with our beliefs. It requires disciplined desires, not wishes, but desires. Right. Uh, imagined desires as having already come to pass and being grateful for those having already come to pass. And as far as our world viewpoint is concerned, regardless of what anyone should have you think, there is nothing wrong with anything. There's nothing wrong with anybody. In the creation of our subjective reality for manifesting our best life, this must be the world viewpoint from which we contemplate life. But now let me add to this. There's nothing wrong at all with nature. Nature in 2020 is perfect after its own kind. Is it complete? No. Is it finished? (laughs) No. Nature is a marvelous advancing presence which is becoming perfected and and established for the benefit of every single creative creator. In other words, everything, all things natural are good. There's no evil that's contained in nature. Nature is not complete, however, for the advancement of the universe is also incomplete. It's, It's an unfinished work. However, nature is absolutely going to bestow upon the presence of every human being created in the image of the creator more than anything any of us could ever think of or imagine. Wow. So what you're saying is that nature is also a gift to human life, but then it's also not complete. Yeah. The the beauty of the natural realm is it's only a slight expression of our creator's original intention for completion. It's a partial expression of the energetics of unconditional love. I mean, look around. All that you can see is perfect, although it's not complete, but it's perfect after its kind. In other words, the heat is on, something's cooking, it's not finished, but when it's done, oh, it's going to be so good, especially if you're cooking, Meg. (laughs) So for the kinetic believer, those who perfect their lives, those who dwell in peace, joy, abundance, prosperity, those who are advancing their lives to enjoy their best life must have this world viewpoint that the world and all that it contains, all of the drama, all of the opposing viewpoints, all of the pessimism, all of the kindness and love and generosity are perfect, although not completed. In other words, the kinetic believer's world viewpoint is that all is right with the world. In fact, there's nothing wrong with anybody or anything. The law of attraction works to manifest positive energetics in order to advance every individual in alignment with their choices. Every fact of life that the kinetic believer adopts as their own must be meditated upon from this worldview perspective. And and it's this, that there is nothing broken or wrong with nature. 
just like all else in the universe, nature is advancing toward perfected completion as well. The natural world in, in actuality is advancing for the enjoyment and for the happiness and for our benefit, everybody's benefit. Everything in nature is good. There's no evil in nature. Is nature finished? No, not at all. She's not finished. However, when we examine when we examine nature macroscopically and from the quantum microscopic, from the moment creation began, nature has been advancing toward completion. And so the positive energetics of life reveals this increasing abundance of provision. Nature is actually providing more for humankind, more bountifully right now than it ever has in the past. So what's happening? Nature is advancing. In its present state, nature is a partial expression of our Creator's final in, uh, intention, but it's perfect, as, as is, although it's not complete. It's interesting that as, as you're talking, you're really taking us through, obviously, the, having this positive perspective on every single angle when it comes to our worldview, keeping that positive you know, generator going when it comes to no matter what perspective you're looking at. Um, what would you say to the person who's listening? And, and they're thinking, I get that. I want that. However, how do I feel like I'm not sticking my head in the sand when things seem like they actually are bad or they actually are wrong or I should be doing something to fix it? Because what we're doing with our head is we are using it to blueprint our highest viewpoint for our best lives. In other words, we're taking our focus off of what we see that we believe to be wrong or what we believe to be right. right. And it's our attitude that we work on. It's working on the within. Mm -hmm. If you want to bring change to the world, you change yourself. If you want to change other people, we change ourselves. If we want to see anything good come about, it comes from within. So we're mm -hmm. refocusing our attention on not what we see to believe that is right or wrong or good or bad, but we're looking within to build ourselves up to the yeah. highest possible world viewpoint that uh, we can yeah. ourselves imagine to be. I love the idea that you you are doing the maximum amount of good and you're, and you're infusing as much of change as you possibly can by being uh, having that positive belief source running at all times. So we understand this. We understand that the world is currently morphing through amplified dynamic change. And right now, there are so many, like you were saying earlier, there's so many different flashpoints all over the world, many hot spots that we, we must not look directly upon those to consider for ourselves. So just as nature is, it's a reflection of the final original intention of the Creator, human society, governments, humanitarian efforts, educational pursuits, all of these things are also a reflection of the final original intention of the Creator. These things are not finished. No, they're not complete. So we don't lose sleep over it. We don't lose sleep over the, the souffle that's baking in the oven because it's not finished. We know that it will be complete, so we rest. In other words, all of the protests, the unrest, the strikes, disagreement, all these things, they're part of the advancing mo uh, movement. They are historical snapshots of the evolutionary process of this incomplete but perfect after its kind 
collective. Wow. So in, in addition to this positive belief focus that we're, we're, that we're making sure that is happening, coming from within, it's also best to let the world go by in a sense, just to, to be aware and acknowledge and know that it is changing. It is morphing. It's going through this necessary process. It is becoming something else. And, and really it's expanding like, like we always talk about. Sure. Again, consider a recipe of ingredients becoming something that it is not right. in its unfinished form. Yes. While baking, the ingredients are incomplete. The dish the dish lacks the harmony of completion. Mm. The same is true with the collective societal societal uh, pursuits of the world. While mm-hmm. incomplete, the world continues to advance. Yes. And so the quantum energetics of entanglement point toward a time of completion where there's going to be no more disjointed disagreements, but the finished work is impossible to complete without all of the societal conflicts that the the world is besieged with. What's happening? Negative energetics, opposing positive thought forms all over the world, just right. butting heads, running up against each other. And something that I'm being re- reminded of is is something you've taught us over and over again, where you know that inner focus is always on the pro. It's always on the positive. So if you want to, it, it's there's always the positive version of an anti version. <laughs> I'm not saying that very well, but, but you just always have this, it, it's, it's a, in essence from the outside looking in, it looks like it's the same thing, but having that positive perception of how the world is going to expand, how the world is going to end up and be perfected as it goes along is vastly different, not just for your outward perception, but for how you feel, how you see yourself, how you see your future. Positivity wins the day. Positive viewpoints attracting to form abundance and increase in the presence of the substance of fear always wins. Look, in, in other words, what is called injustice, when you look around the world today, fear and anxiety is as essential to the coming utopian order as the weird animals from the age of reptiles or to the advancing life of that historical period. Well, it's like you started out the the podcast by giving the example of that pendulum. So it's like we're trying to find the world in in essence is trying to find this swings to the left and it swings to the right. And we're all on this crazy ride watching it go and eventually it will... It'll center. Well, you watch something boiling on the stove and it looks like uh, just a rapid chaos. Right. But there's something that's happening there, even through the heating process of cooking something. We're the ingredients in this big smorgasbord mm-hmm. of possibilities. And it does make sense that, that how, that's how it happens because it even happens if we look inward and we look at our lives. And, and I know from my own experience in the past when I've found that place of centeredness, it was preceded by a vast swing to the left and a vast one to the right. And then I found that center and, and it works on every level. Well, and you go back way back in time. Absolutely. You go back in time and the same way that those animals were perfect after their kind, Mm. injustice, fear, anxiety is perfect after its kind. Right. It'll change now. It's going to change, but until it does, it's perfect for changing. Mm. In other words, Behold, as all things are, all things are very good, although not finished. So we've established that the kinetic believers world worldview viewpoint, if you will, is that society, peace, disruption, happiness, anger, joy, despair, ups and downs, left and rights, governments, industry, everything, all of these things, they're perfect. They're perfecto in the present tense, and they are also... Uh, they're advancing toward 
perfected completion. Yes, it's this viewpoint. Did I get an A? You got an A on that. Absolutely. Because it's this viewpoint which enables us to understand that there is nothing to be afraid of. Mm, There's no reason to align uh, by agreement with fear. There's no justification for anxiety. Absolutely nothing to worry about. As a kinetic believer, we cast down every negative imagination and refuse to complain about any of these things. Look, the the caveman was not complete, but as a caveman, it was perfect. (laughs) He was the best caveman ever. He was a great caveman. Every every detail, both collectively and individualistically, Mm -hmm. all things are perfect in the world as it is. It's the very best possible representation for the advancement of humankind and is represented today in its highest form of development possible for now. Well, and this feels like a really, really vital, important new perspective that you're giving us because we focus so much on self looking within, focusing on self. What are we thinking? What are we doing? What are we saying? Who are, what are our relationships? And so to sort of blow that out into this worldview, what should our worldview be knowing that that's going to directly reflect on us? I like this. It, it just feels like a, a higher level, a new level of achievement. Well, sure. What we're talking about today was... <laughs> It'll sound like foolishness to a lot of people, and especially to those that are being tossed to and fro by all those negative energetics throughout the world. So someone goes, you fool. They, they might have a point because they haven't listened to all of it. They but don't know. So most would say, now, wait a minute, Stephen, you mean to tell me that the exploitation of race, you're going to tell me that corporate greed and power hungry politicians are not bad things. Do you mean to say that crime against humanity is not evil? And are we supposed to accept all these things as somehow being good? What I am saying is this, that all of those things that are disrupting the world in so many ways today, they are no more evil or wrong than the barbaric practices of the cave dweller were evil and wrong. What I'm saying is that the advancement of humanity was evolving then just as it is now today. The way of humanity during those early prehistoric and that savage stage of the human beings maturing, that stage for that time was perfect and necessary for change. In exactly the same way, the exploitation of one human being over another human being, all of the corporate greed and all of the power-hungry political persuasions, the sum total of crime, all of the peace and the fruit that it bears, all of these things are in today within the savage stage of development. However, they're perfect for this time and necessary for advancement and change. We need change, and all of this is necessary for change. Therefore, all is well. Well, it's interesting how you almost present this as, for example, let's say that we have 10 10 steps to perfection. We have 10 more steps to go for absolute worldwide perfection and utopia. However, guess what? Step two, step three, step five, step eight are all going to be required to get there. So understanding, you know, that, today does not define forever and that it's this necessary part of like you're saying change is good and change is fruitful and you need change because we want change and that's what brings about improvement perfection from a holistic world viewpoint nothing is better or can possibly be better until human beings see to observe from where they are as they inhabit the mental development stage of savagery 
in these human relations, savagery in corporate industry, savagery in government control, and savagery in relations at large. You know, we often talk about the kinetic believer's individualistic opportunity to advance life perfectly from day to day. But what we're talking about today, it requires the advancement of the entire human race to the higher world viewpoint in order to inhabit greater thought forms regarding the world in which we all occupy. And what would you say to the person that's listening and they're, and they're thinking, well, that, that all sounds really good, Steve. However, you know, some of those things you mentioned affect me directly. They affect me personally. I have day in, day out experiential you know, knowledge of these things. So it's not something I can just say, Oh, look, that's a, the world is changing. How did, how did, how you deal with that? Sure. Yeah. You know, if you want to change your environment, if you want to change the world, if you want to change people around you, you work from the individualistic responsibility to change yourself. World change only comes about collectively through the advancement of the individual and through those that are embracing and ready for enlightenment. Now, collectively, in the present tense, the world is attracting to form exactly what it desires. Whenever collectively the energetics align to desire more in a higher, more harmonious and peaceful way, then humanity will manifest more harmony and peace. That's when it will happen. So while it's true, the appetite is increasing all around the world today with just a, 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 a... loud volume of increasing appetite to become insatiable for more abundance now, more peace now, more improvement now, change now, marching for change, more peace, more joy now, the hunger for more uh, unconditional love. All of that is still based within the natural instinctive desire for enjoyment. In other words, a desire for uh, maturation with the advancing universe It's still closer to the, here in 2020, when you look around the world as it is today, that desire is is still closer to the animal stage of acquiring more, rather than from a a mental ascension for abundance and joy, and rather from a mental advancement of the mind, body, and soul. Well, it's so important. It's so vital to our success as kinetic believers to be reminded of these things because, you know, you've taught us before that we are not anti-war and we're not anti-corporate greed. We are pro-peace and we are pro-financial flourishment for anyone who who would desire it. And so I just love this deep, more in-depth reminder of how this works, that a KB's worldview point is that all things are absolutely perfect now, today. They're as they should be um, because it's all leading toward that very perfect, that very good change that's coming. Yes, exactly. Kinetic believers work to become undomesticated from negative source influencers, and we are rewilding Mm -hmm. our genius of purpose while doing that, while we're advancing to complete within our portion, the unfinished, proper collective society. Celebrate change. Embrace it. I love that. So rather than choose to become ambitious to renovate what we see that is wrong in the world, rather than run down the street and saying, that's wrong, I got to fix it. This is wrong. I need to fix that. I need to to, uh, renovate all these wrong things. Rather than showing up to fight and to argue and to consume those fearful, antagonistic persuasions, rather than put forth effort after effort to reconstruct and put back together what we see as decaying optics. As a kinetic believer, 
imagine to manifest from a position of unconditional love and your aspiration for peace and for joy and happiness for your one-of-a-kind self and for all others will absolutely attract to manifest from your creative soul, which you fill with hope. So not only is this the way of manifesting change, positive change, this world viewpoint, it, it makes a tremendous difference for aligning our desires with the attracting substance of belief. When we look upon the world as it is today, as a good thing which is evolving to become better. And I'll just, I'll say that even in the midst of all of those bombastic, heated, negative, fear-filled arguments and all of the hate-filled debate, all of the civil unrest, as a kinetic believer, the most profound difference for manifesting our best life, it's made when we look upon the world as a good thing becoming better rather than an evil thing and a bad thing. Mm. Remember the effect of an expanding universe is that everything is in its rudimentary form and changing to advance. In other words, don't get angry with a child for being a child, for the adolescence of humanity is necessary to becoming an adult. Mm, wow, that's incredibly powerful. Don't get angry with a child for being a child. The, let's write that down, can we? I think I've got it. The adolescence of humanity is necessary to becoming an adult. Yes. It's a process. As creative creators, we all have an ability to choose that we may flourish, that we may grow and live and prosper and enjoy vitality and to manifest promotion and to do it effortlessly mm. by attracting health and joy and optimistic happiness regardless of what's being promoted in opposition to life. And even though most, most of us will never develop to advance while in the land of the living, while subjecting their authority and dominion to no avail. The unique and authentic avatar will become great as a matter of choice, as a matter of wisdom. So the purposeful kinetic believer looks within to create. The kinetic believer's world viewpoint attracts an advancing and an expanding perspective, a way for your genius of purpose to become who you were meant to become. And without regard to personal responsibility to observe, to consider what we see, all of the noise, all of the negative energetics being communicated with all of those fearful optics to participate will attract a diminishing and a descending perspective, a decreasing mind and a life of lack. The observation of fearful suggestions and all of the toxic embattlement around the world diminishes life and it results in lack and sickness and poverty to the observer. You will attract whatever you adhere to and rely upon as truth. That is the uh, universal law of attraction. You will attract whatever it is that you are adhering to and relying upon as truth. You know, it's interesting. It may sound a little uh, like a maybe a shallow analogy that's coming to mind here, but I'm remembering very vividly. I had this violin teacher that did. I didn't stay with her very long because she had this tendency to only tell me what I was doing wrong. And I kept having to say, please tell me what to do because I, I get that I'm doing this thing incorrectly, but you need to show me the positive. You need to show me the right, the correct version. And so I almost feel like that's what we're going to be doing as kinetic believers, that 
when we only focus on the negative, you're only reinforcing that. You're only making, feeding that and helping that grow. But when we demonstrate through our lives and through who we are, how the world's going to be, how it is, how we know it to be for ourselves, that's where the true power lies. If you, lies. If you, if you look historically, you know, destructive forces in history, they really don't last. They have no staying power. It's the positive reinforcement forces that have lasted and show up again and again, over and over again, hundreds of years later. Well, and just like playing that violin, the positive reinforcement were your viewpoints. So you were looking for that highest viewpoint to create thought forms, to see yourself mastering that instrument. Yeah. And there was an objection, or not an objection, but there was a an opposing viewpoint that was talking about and, 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 and well, demonstrating just, what's wrong rather than yeah. what's right. Well, it was just overwhelming how unhelpful that is because we know the wrong, we see mm-hmm. the bad, we understand the fear. We have more than enough of that to go around. And so this idea that we need more of it to understand it is is crazy. That positive reinforcement that you're teaching us about today is everything when it comes to real change and expansion. Well, and when you break it down and you see the bad and you see the negative and you see what's wrong, you're talking about all of that represents negative energetics yes. and it becomes you if you observe that. So mm-hmm. the, the purposeful kinetic believers, holistic world viewpoint attracts the imagination of genius and it aligns with a desire for greater eternal things a passion for expressing yourself in this large and in a great way to to manifest, to become you, to change you. In other words, it's in a very real sense as though you can literally hitch a ride upon a star (laughs) to, to flourish and to grow and to excel. These things become naturally attracted to the vortex created by your highest desires. Wow. However, and I'll say to allow yourself to become emotional and to become upset by the news of the day, by all of the gossip and the human rights struggle, these things dispatch your energetics to that of a victim of circumstances and to the uncertain riptide manifestations of reformation. You know, this is where journaling works for a perspective doesn't it? I mean, it's just so easy to be led by our emotions left and right, up and down. And to then all of a sudden you find yourself making decisions based upon those negative feelings that are here today, gone tomorrow, back again the next day, up and down. Look, most people mindfully bothered by the inharmonious and by the incomplete antics of the time that they're living within. And they, they get stirred up and they get angry and upset, <laughs> emotional by what they're hearing, what they're seeing to where they just, they compete by the sweat of the brow And this must be done with a deferred hope. Anytime you find yourself moving into that that mode of competition, it's a deferred hope which makes the heart sick. Even though the intention is motivated by an effort to save who they can save from drowning in a lost and doomed world. But this is where the difference is made for attracting your best life. The holistic social world viewpoint is that all is as it should be with the world as it is. So I am a functional, purposeful, kinetic believer by choice. And all things work out for me. I'm happy and I'm filled with joy. I'm healthy and I have peace. And if these things are not true for me, then the only thing that can possibly be wrong is my personal world viewpoint, my attitude. And I have within myself the power, the authority, and the dominion to journal my subjective beliefs, my personal attitude, and to do it in a correct way so that from this moment forward, I choose to 
unveil the lens from which I've been looking through in order to be able to correctly view all of nature and all events, all circumstances, both social and universal, all of those conditions of commerce, of society and government and industry from the correct world viewpoint, which is the highest viewpoint. And I, I see it that you know what, all is well, even though it's incomplete, even though the world is a work in progress, it is perfect and after its kind. And so within the beautiful, majestic, swirling energetics of positive and negative particles streaking throughout the universe, life as it is, it's advancing. And by choosing my desires and Un, choosing them in an unwaveringly fashion in alignment with my thoughts and my gratitude and within the energetics of unconditional love for myself and for all others behold all is well and very good wow carl sagan said that every one of us is in the cosmic perspective precious he said that if a human disagrees with you let him live in a hundred billion galaxies, you'll not find another. Wow. You know, I really like, too, that you brought up just now the intention and the motives that are behind an action or a thought process don't necessarily make that true because I think we all have that human tendency to say, well, I didn't mean to or I meant to or my intention was, but our intentions and our motives do not change how the universe works. And they don't change the fact that just because you have good intentions, negative emotions are going to produce negative energetics and positive will produce positive and like kind will produce after like kind. So I just, I didn't want to race past that because I feel like it's a, it's a huge tendency for us to, to look within and go, but I had, but I had good intentions, but I, but my motives were really good, but that does not determine how these things play out and how the principles of the universe work day in and day out for us. It's the proper use of your authority and dominion yeah, and to call things that are not, that cannot be seen as though they already are yeah. and to be grateful for those things that you imagine to already come to pass in your life. He talked so much about recipes today and I just thought, you know, just because you meant to cook the chicken <laughs> doesn't mean it's cooked. Like that's really sweet, but that's the, not how the, the oven works. <laughs> or the pizza on the grill. You didn't. So sorry. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, all right. You know, the $13.25 billion experiment, the Hadron Collider mm. near G Geneva, Switzerland, made one of the most profound announcements of discovery back in July the 4th, 2012. <clears throat> and the experiment confirmed at that time the existence of the God particle. And researchers proved that everything in the universe with mass was formed according to a preconceived bias. Before the Big Bang, there was a blueprint for design. Isn't that amazing? Yes. In other words, creation was first imagined and then formed. The creator, the imagination for our universe, and everything contained within our universe framed the worlds by the substance of faith. Everything the creator made was made from the substance of belief. In quantum physics, the simple act of observation, it changes things. And it does it on the quantum level. What we believe creates something called quantum entanglement. Particles are attracted to form like kind after like kind. So now here's what we do know. This is understood. Everything our creator does is done by kinetic belief. And a creative imagination, a vision... It's a, it's a vision that does not change. 
In other words, the Creator has an immutable vision for what it is, for what is to come, for what is to be. It does not change. And so for you and me, it's no different. What works for our Creator, it works for us. In fact, and and this is what is so tantalizing to researchers, our belief, what we think about a thing, works in exactly the same way that the universe was created. Faith or belief is not a respecter of persons. In other words, it doesn't work for one creative and not another. The key to shaping a kinetic believer's world is understanding exactly how kinetic belief works and then living by it, making it a way of life. But now we must, we've got to know what kinetic belief is and how to master it and how to use it. It's, it's by kinetic belief that we choose to manifest the desires of our hearts. We attract financial prosperity by kinetic belief. We attract perfected health and manifest healing by kinetic belief. We manifest our life partners, our children, our homes, our sustenance. All our needs are met. Our best lives are formed. And because our desires are chosen, they're formed by kinetic belief. Given the right alignment without doubting and without fear, without condemnation under the correct conditions, which are always the same, kinetic belief always works the law of attraction. Kinetic belief, it's it's not some kind of spooky anomaly that works when the stars are aligned and the conditions are just right. No, kinetic belief is always available when we need it. It's always there. It's on call to anybody that'll pay attention to their original genius of purpose, unwaveringly steeped within a profound and an unconditional love for who they are, for their unique self. Not who you're told you should be, but it's who you were meant to be. We receive the full use of our authority and dominion as creative creators into our cognitive mindfulness by journaling our world viewpoints, by speaking our desires, by affirming our expectations and doing it out loud, by meditating on our desires as having already come to pass and by acting on our thought forms. And it's with regularity that, you know what, it's, it's with a stirred up gratitude that causes kinetic belief to rise up within our soul for the law of attraction to manifest the substance of our desires into the natural, physical realm. So the substance of our belief manifests by aligning our subjective reality with our desires. And by maintaining this expectant attitude, our gratitude draws the fulfillment of our belief. Kinetic belief grants the goodness of our desires in order to become an awesome reality. Someone asked, well, now how can I know what I'm wanting actually exists for me? You can know because kinetic belief is the substance of all things hoped for. And it's the existence of your kinetic belief that is the evidence of things that you've not seen yet. In other words, all that can be seen was created from what cannot be seen. Look, we know that the power of kinetic belief, it's released with the substance of words. Words are things. They have form. They are tangible and filled with the energetics of imagery when spoken. In quantum physics, kinetically filled words demand creative results. And in religion, actually in religion, you know, the Bible actually has an account of creation that goes something like this. It says, in the beginning, God said, light, uh, let there be light. And, and there was light. God said, let there be a firmament. And it was so. And then God said, let us make man. So 
here we have a record that even in the earliest passage of the Bible, we can see the pattern of the law of attraction, of creation. It says, God said, and it was so. God said, and it was so. And so according to the Bible, God literally spoke all of creation into existence. And it, it, the, that same Bible says that the worlds were framed by the word of God. And that's the very same way every human being in the natural frames the world in which they will experience frames the world that we're seeing today, frames the, the world outside of the noise of what we see in those energetics that are going on around us today. We're framing it by, uh, by the way that we choose to see it. So we can see that the subjective power of belief gives us the same creative bias that is now evident to have begun the universe. Within religious doctrine, the Bible says human beings were created in God's image to live just like him. And I also think that it's interesting that the... Uh, book of Genesis doesn't say God thought, and it was so. It says God spoke. Isn't that amazing? That's how the Bible says the Creator creates. And we know scientifically that's how kinetic belief attracts substance to form. That's how circumstances are changed. This is how we create. Kinetic belief is the understanding of universal materiality or tangibility of those things for which we imagine to desire and hope for. But now here's where we need to be aware of being deceived. Oftentimes when some begin rearranging their lives with the law of attraction, they often think that they're using kinetic belief when in reality they're not using it at all. They're actually energetically aligning with unbelief like you were talking about a minute ago with the violin uh, scenario. Mm -hmm. In the first place, they, they really don't have present tense gratitude for what they've chosen to receive. All they have is a wish list. They're just wishing somebody would do this for them and wishing somebody would do that for them. Or they heard how cousin so-and-so got what they wanted. You know, they have the great job or what looks like the better life. And now they'd like for cousin so-and-so to do it for them. I cannot tell you how many people I've known over the years who've thought that they were kinetic believers. For years, I watched them hang around. The law of attraction teachers, yet they never, never did I see any developing substance and never did they see any real change in their lives and circumstances. Well, what was wrong? Well, I'll tell you. When it came to their chosen desires, they did not use any kinetic belief. They just merely gave mental assent to it. In other words, they were mental agreeers. Oh, yes, I want that for myself. I'm so grateful that I, I want that too. <laughs> they didn't put the work of kinetic belief into it, into it enough to ever act on what they were hoping to attract. Well, like you've told us before, that if if wanting, wishing was enough, there would be no unfulfilled wish. There would be no unfulfilled want. That's correct. That is so true. You know, these people, they only agreed with what they heard about others experiencing mm -hmm. boundless lives of choice. Remember this. Religion says that the Creator said, and it was so. The Creator's act of speaking released the quantum particles of creation to that which was believed. And that text also says that when God said, light be, the, expectation, uh, uh, the, the expectation was for light to be. You know, I'm thinking of all of our top listeners that, that talk to us, email us all the time, you know, from Pam to Vincent to Stephanie. And I just like putting their names in that little, that little blurb that you just said. So, you know, Pam said, and so it was so. Megan said, and so Isn't it's it so. Vincent says, and it's so. I just, I love that. The creative authority of kinetic believers take action and they speak. Likewise, you know what, in this exact same way, our desires, Meg, the substance of our belief must take action and must take action 
based on what we've chosen to subjectively believe. Remember, belief is movement. <laughs> it's what gives form to that which we're hoping for, bringing the manifestation of what we're visualizing from the unseen into the natural realm. How does kinetic belief make our desires draw form to creation? By taking action. And how does my kinetic belief take action? By speaking to affirm what my thought forms have blueprinted for construction. And then by acting as though it is done, as though I've already received it. And the provision for all that uh, can be thought of or imagined, all things pertaining to health, healing, eternal advancement, protection, prosperity, all good things have already been established beyond the present. Uh, thought forms out in the universe and upon the earth. The ability for every single human being to succeed in the natural has been attracted to form. Wow. This is amazing. It's like, it you know, is. it's, it's kind of like having money in the bank. But yeah. to spend it, you know, we've got to go and make a withdrawal. Yes. Just because it's in the bank, it's of no value to you. You have to make the withdrawal. Receiving whatever you can think of or imagine is up to you. Wow. And that's where spoken words <laughs> uh from Vincent and Pam and everybody else, action becomes vital to their success. The world's thought disciplines have taught the constructive power of words since the beginning of recorded history. And we were talking about, I think, recorded history was, goes back about 5,000 years now. There's a, a passage in the Hebrew Bible which says in Isaiah 55 that the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stays on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. It says, I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Our desires are just like the earth. When we are at peace, absent fear, removed from negative influencers, and aligned with the positive energetics of our best lives, as imagined to be. This is good, fertile ground for growing our best lives. Likewise, you know, the words that we speak are the drawing impetus for our highest thought forms. And when we speak those, uh, those imaginative words out of our hearts, it enables us to manifest what we desire. We manifest by subjectively believing and speaking what we are attracting into fulfillment. Our kinetic belief must act. The quantum substance stored within the desire of our hearts must come out. Otherwise, it's of no use. In other words, we release kinetic belief with our words. And if it's healing that you want or abundance, prosperity, joy, peace, happiness, whatever it is that you want, you have the responsibility of getting your imaginations and your mouth in gear mm -hmm. by speaking and acting as though you've already received the fulfillment of your desires. And we are accomplishing within a perfect world that is advancing toward perfected completion. We believe we receive when we journal to form our lives. From the moment, the very moment that we blueprint our kinetic belief, the energetics of forward motion, attracting motion, requires that we must talk and act as though it's done. Wow. We've got to take action by speaking to give substance to our desires. Mm. And as we do that, we give substance to something that we can drive. We give substance to something we can eat, to something we can wear, to something that can heal our bodies. We give substance to our world where all is well. 
And that's where that's when our subjective world viewpoint gets results. It manifests our best lives as they were meant to be. And you know something? Understand that we are continually developing a world viewpoint, a holistic viewpoint that attracts by our unconditional love. It's a love that forgives. It's a love that's free from animosity and it's not burdened by any kind of condemnation. While the pain that you suffered may have been a cruel and abusive act against you at some time in your life. Regardless, you must not allow that past abuse to reduce your energetics to negative influence for attracting what you will continue to experience. Mm -hmm. Send love to those people, not for what they did or didn't do, but send love to them for who they were meant to become. The advancing promises of an abundant life filled to the full and overflowing with more than we can think of or easily imagine, that requires that we, we've got to forgive if we want our kinetic belief to establish our hopes and dreams while we're here in the land of the living. Besides, view it in this way. If there is someone who is against you, why allow their negative intentions to continue? Why do them a favor? Why let them ruin the rest of your life by aligning your observational belief with theirs through unforgiveness. Don't let anybody keep you sick or broke or mentally tormented and without joy just because of unforgiveness. Don't help people block your best life from manifesting. Now go ahead and forgive them. Cast down every negative imagination. Stay in the flow of unconditional love. So as you commit to developing a world viewpoint, of prospering kinetic belief, remember to avoid taking or living with the negative energetics of offense. Mm. Don't carry around hurts or pains of any kind. Release them and see them for what they are. And as you do that, I'm telling you that you will free yourself to begin manifesting your highest viewpoint for the world and completely, joyfully, and happily Begin manifesting your best life. Wow. Let's work on some guided thought forms. Let's do it. My favorite thing. Just say this. Say it out loud. Say, and mean it. Do do it with some intention. (laughs) Just put your back into it. Now, hang on a second. You got to mean it. (laughs) You got to mean it. Say, I... I, I am what I wanted to say something really <laughs> quick. I love something you said just right before this, and and you really when you gave the analogy from scripture and that passage about rain and and the power of you know what our words are, and I love this idea that you know you can really take the pressure off of yourself by saying my power, the power is in the spoken word, my spoken word, and it's a gift that we have our ability to do that, and 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 realizing that the power is seated in the words that you're speaking and that we all have access to that. And I just like how it sort of shifted that, that power from, from just this idea of I'm powerful to no, this is just a, a universal principle. This is how the original creator made all of this happen. And therefore this is how I make this happen. It is not for you until you say it is right. So let's Say it. Yeah. <laughs> I am happy. I am happy. I am confident. I am confident. And I am manifesting success. I'm manifesting success. I feel positive. I feel positive. I am healthy. I am healthy. And I'm strong right now. And I'm strong right now. Today is another beautiful day. Today is another beautiful 
evening, <laughs> day. <laughs> I am so happy. I'm so happy. So strong. So strong. And positive. And positive. I am excited to wake up every new day. I'm excited to wake up every new day. And I am experiencing this beautiful life. And I'm experiencing this beautiful life. With joy in my heart. With joy in my heart. I'm feeling confident. I'm feeling confident. Secure and strong. Secure and strong. And it's a normal part of my everyday life. And that's a normal part of my everyday life. And I have all that I need. I have all that I need. To make this another great day. To make this another great day. I am and always will be. I am and always will be. Good enough to be me. Good enough to be me. Smart enough to be me. Smart enough to be me. And strong enough to be my unique self. And strong enough to be my unique self. I reject all negative feelings. I reject all those negative feelings. About the world. About the world. As it is. As it is. I consciously choose to ascend. I consciously choose to ascend. To accept all that is good. To accept all that is good. I am happy and content with my life. I'm happy and content with my life. And grateful for all that I have believed to receive. And grateful for all I've believed to receive. I will be patient. I will be patient. I am calm. I am calm. And in control of my feelings. <laughs> and in control of my feelings. I accept this day with serenity. I accept this day with serenity. In my mind and in my body. In my mind and in my body. And in my soul. And in my soul. I am filled with love. I am filled with love. I am filled with gratitude. I am filled with gratitude. I am filled with kindness and eagerness. I am filled with kindness and eagerness. For another day on this earth. For another day on this earth. I am filled with kindness and eagerness. I'm filled with kindness and eagerness for another day on this earth for another day on this earth i have the power i have the power the authority and dominion the authority and dominion the ability to attract all the success and prosperity the ability to attract to attract all the success and prosperity that i should ever desire that i should ever desire i am in control of my life i'm in control of my life and i cast down every negative belief and i cast down every negative belief that has ever stood in the way of my happiness that's ever stood in the way of my I am courageous. I am courageous. I am confident. I am confident. I am worthy. I am worthy. I love who I am. I love who I am. My life is an adventure every single day. My life is a, an adventure every day. I discover new and interesting paths to pursue. I discover new and interesting paths to pursue. Just for the fun of it. <laughs> Just for the fun of it. Just for the pleasure of Just it. Just for the pleasure of it. Just for the love of it. Just for the love of it. Mm, wow. Our new worldview. <laughs> I think we all have a new one now. It's a beautiful worldview, isn't it? It's a beautiful it? world. Yes. Wow. Mm. Don't you feel incredibly connected to all the kinetic believers right now just because of this worldview that we're sharing in after listening to this? And you know, for the, through these podcasts, I always have such a strong sense of just sending out love, sending out the yeah. love. And you can feel it. It's like an you. open doorway. You feel it coming Joy, in and out, in happiness, and out. Happiness, mm. prosperity, abundance, love. Ah, love the caveys. To all of you. Yes. Yeah. Hey, if you don't already have one, you can pick up a copy of the 100-Day Guided Journal. It was a book originally. We turned it into something you can interact with. And it will help you to establish, first of all, your personal genius of purpose, your articles of faith. And now the process is enjoyable. It's fun, isn't it, Meg? It is. A lot it of fun. Is, yeah. Mastering kinetic belief is a delight, which is a journey. And you begin to manifest, immediately manifest peace and joy and happiness mm -hmm. while the process of attracting abundance begins. Yeah. Look, your dreams and all of your visions, those are simply the guideposts for blueprinting your perfected life through the power of kinetic belief. And it's the 100-day Law of Attraction Guided Journal. 
that is the roadmap to getting there. Mm, it's so powerful. And one of my favorite things about the journal is that it, it really takes the guesswork out of growth. So you can take it one day at a time and you know that every single day you're expanding, you're elevating. Because when I would just journal on my own before this, it, it, it always sort of felt, it would feel very stagnant from time to time. I would experience a little growth, but then it just felt like more of the same. And so that guidance, that daily guidance, or even weekly, I've even seen people doing it you know, week to week instead of every day. However you accomplish it, the growth is so apparent. It's so obvious. And, and it's it's a logbook, like you say. Yeah, absolutely. And it's available at stephencanyon.com, which is the website. You can get it digitally downloaded. And it's also now available in a hardback uh, copy or paperback. Yes, it is. I have to say, it feels like an entirely new book in hardback. There's something really substantial and like, this is going to last me forever. I love the hardback. So can't wait for you guys to experience that, uh, that version as well. Um, so, you know, we talked the last podcast about what really is, if you're looking for explosive uh, ign- ignition to your growth, what is the best way to go about that? And I love that you took us back to the one-on-one mentoring that's open, currently open right now. Something I love doing, always have, and there are a few positions still open and because I do this personally one-on-one. Obviously, it's very limited, but you can check yeah. that on the website as well Absolutely. and what it entails. Yeah, you can fill out an application at stephencanyon.com. I think we hit it all. Wow, so what a much fun episode. Fun. You're amazing. Well, thanks, you Steve. You really are. Yeah, and now my worldview is. It really is, though. It's, it's amazing how you can experience such a strong shift in just an hour. I mean, I can feel this this massive mental, even physical shift about how I was viewing everything because we, we can go on autopilot so easily. And now it's just like, oh, recentered, ready to go again. Work on ourselves, look within <laughs> and begin manifesting. Yeah. Let it go and let it evolve. Love it. Love to all the KBs out there. And thanks again, Steve, as usual, for all the wisdom. My pleasure. Thanks. Bye.